Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 8 of Murder Madness by Murray Leinster. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Crouched at the edge of the jungle, where the clearing began, Paula heard four shots, two in quick succession, and a wait of minutes, then a third, and another long wait, and then the last. Then silence. Paula began to shiver. Bell had helped her ashore from the raft, and insisted on her waiting at the edge of the jungle. Not that you'll be any safer, he had told her grimly, but that I may be. One person can move more quickly than two and if I'm chased, I'll plunge for the place you're hidden, and you can open fire. Then the two of us might hold them off. Why, said Paula slowly, and Bell caught at her wrist. Don't let me hear you talk like that, he said sharply. We're going to beat this thing. We've got to. And being desperate helps, but being in despair doesn't help a bit. Buck up. He frowned at her until she smiled. I will not despair again without your permission, she told him. Really, I will not. He found her a hiding place and went cautiously out into the clearing, still frowning. He had been gone five minutes before the first shot sounded, and quite ten before the last rang out dully and was echoed and re-echoed hollowly by the jungle trees. And Paula lay waiting by the edge of the clearing. Ribiera's pearl-handled automatic in her hand. Bell had carried the rifle from the plane. Small insects moved all about her, and she heard soft rustlings as the life of the jungle went on over her head and under her feet, and terror welled up in her throat. She was trembling almost uncontrollably when Bell came back. He walked openly toward her hiding place. Paula? She came out trying to steady her quivering lips. "'We're all right,' said Bell grimly. "'This is the fazenda of a sub-deputy, I suspect. Also, it's an emergency landing field for Ribiera on the way to that place he talked to last night. There's a two-place plane here with both wheels and floats in a filthy little shed. It seems to be all right. We're going to take off in it and try to make moradores.' Where your people are. What's the matter? Her face was deathly pale. I thought, she said with some difficulty, when I heard the shots, I thought you were killed. Bell shook his head. I wasn't, he said grimly. It was four other men who were killed. He led her carefully past the house. 
It was a fairly typical fazenda dwelling. It was more substantial than most. It was wholly unpretentious, with whitewashed walls, and the effect of grandeur it would give to natives of this region would come solely from the number of buildings. There were half a dozen or more. I killed four men, repeated Bell coldly, and I'm damned glad of it. That scream we heard. I know pretty well what happened here last night. Remember, Ribiera spoke of using a beam wireless to make his report. He must have had a short-wave beam set somewhere on the outskirts of Rio, aimed at whatever headquarters he reports to. He's going up to that headquarters sometime today, by plane, of course. He needed emergency landing fields along the route. And here he picked out a native and made him a sub-deputy. Charming. Moving past the buildings, Paula caught sight of massive wooden bars set in the side of a building. Something crumpled up and limp lay before them. Don't look over there, said Bell harshly. There was a woman in this house, and she told me what happened, though I'd guessed it before. The sub-deputy was here last night with a party of friends, newly enslaved, some of them. He entertained them. Up at Ribera's place, a girl told me she and her husband had been shown a secret service man. He went mad before their eyes. It was an object lesson for them, a clear illustration of what would happen to them if they ever disobeyed. I imagine that something of the sort is used by all the master's deputies to convince their slaves of the fate that awaits them for disobedience. The local man had brought a party up to watch two men go mad. After that sight, they'll be obedient. He reached the shed, huge, but in disrepair. Monster doors were ajar. Bell heaved at them and swung them wide. A small, trim, two-seated plane showed in the shadowy interior. This is for emergency use, said Bell grimly, and we face an emergency. I'll get it out and load it up. There's a dump of gas and so on here. You might look around outside the door, in case the one man who got away can find someone to help stop me. He set to work checking on fuel and oil. He loaded extra gas in the front cockpit, a huge tin of it. Another would crowd him badly in the pilot's cockpit in the rear, but he stowed it as carefully as he could. The local sub-deputy, he added evenly, has added to the thrill by having two men put in one cage. He let his guests observe the progress of the madness the damned poison produces, and presently, as the madness grew, the two men fought. They were murder-mad. The local sub-deputy gave his guests the thrill of watching maniacs battling to the death. He left early this morning with his party, and I imagine that everyone was suitably submissive to his demands for the future. There were four men and a woman left as caretakers here. I found the four men before the cage, baiting the poor devil who killed the other last night. That's why we heard the scream. When I came up with my rifle, they stared at me and ran. I got one of them, and as a matter of mercy, I put a bullet through the man who had gone murder-mad. The bell sounded as if he were actually nauseated. The man he killed was still in the cage. My God! 
Then I went looking for the other three men. Wasting time, no doubt, but I found them. I was angry. I got one, and the others ran away again. A little later, the third man jumped me with a knife. He slit my sleeve. I killed him. Didn't find the fourth man. Bell moved to the front of the plane. I'll see if she catches. He swung on the stick. It went over stiffly, again and again. With a bellow, the motor caught. Bell shouted in Paula's ear. We'll get in. Use the warming-up period to taxi out. We want to get away as soon as we can. He helped her up into the seat, then remembered. He rummaged about and flung a tumbled flying suit up into the cockpit with her. If you get a chance, put it on, he shouted. He stepped into a similar outfit, reached up and throttled down the motor, and kicked away the blocks under the wheels. He vaulted up into place, and slowly and clumsily the trim little ship came lurching and rolling out of the shed. The landing field was not large, but Bell took the plane to its edge. He faced it about, and bent below the cockpit combing, to avoid the slipstream and look at his maps again. Brought from the big amphibian, something caught his eye, another radio receiving set. Amphibian planes, he muttered, for landing on earth or water, and radios. I wonder if he has directional for a guide. It would seem sensible, and if the plane went down, the rest of them would know about where to look. Paula reached about and touched his shoulders. She pointed. There was a movement at the edge of the jungle, and a puff of smoke. A bullet went through the fuselage of the plane, inches behind Bell. He frowned, grasped the stick, and gave the motor the gun. It lifted heavily, like all amphibians, but it soared over the group of buildings, some twenty or thirty feet above the top of the wireless mast, and went on, rising steadily to clear even the topmost trees on the farther side of the stream by a hundred feet or more. It went on and on, roaring upward, and the jungle receded even farther below it. The horizon drew back and back. At two thousand feet, the earth began to have the appearance of a shallow platter. At three thousand feet, it was a steep-sided bowl, and Bell could look down and trace the meandering of the stream on which he had landed the night before. Not too far downstream, some fifteen miles, perhaps, were the squalid, toy-sized structure of a town of the far interior of Brazil. He never learned its name, but even in his preoccupation with the management of the plain and a search for landmarks, he wondered very grimly indeed what would be the state of things in that town. If in Rio, where civilization held sway, Ribiera exercised such despotic, though secret power, in a squalid and forgotten little village like this, the rule of a sub-deputy of the master could be bestial and horrible beyond belief. Eastward, Bell had overshot the mark the night before. Before he had located himself, he was quite fifty miles beyond the spot Paula had suggested as a hiding place. Now he retraced his way. A peak jutting up from far beyond the horizon was a guiding mark. He set the plane's nose for it and relaxed. 
The motor thunder. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.